0: leave the ninety and nine try to go after the one and uh, some time back brother david was in a service at home just a regular i think it might have been a wednesday night service and we was up singing i don't remember what we were singing the spirit of the lord come in real strong and uh, i don't know how to explain to you exactly how i felt other than i felt like god was going to bring the backslider in. And uh, the Spirit of the Lord moved that, that intercessory prayer, I guess you'd call it, come in as we knelt at the altar that night and wept and felt a promise that God was going to bring the backslider in. And uh, we had revival just a few weeks ago, a month or two ago. And uh, Brother James Woodruff preached the first part of it. He was up preaching one night. I don't remember exactly what he was preaching. But in the middle of it, he said, I need to tell you this. And it uh, didn't have anything to do with his message. But he said, while I was praying in the fellowship hall this morning, he said, the Holy Ghost spoke to me. and said, I'm going to bring the backslider in. And uh, when he said that, it broke. The Spirit of God flooded the place. And just a few weeks ago, a month or two ago, a month ago probably, on a Sunday morning, There was two backsliders that come to church that hadn't been there in 39 years. And uh, they didn't get saved, but they came. And I've got great hope that God's going to reach them. I've got great hope that God's going to reach your children. And uh, Sunday morning at Chelsea meeting this year, when the Spirit of God was moving so strong, I just started weeping. And I, I told Brother Eric, I said, I don't know how to explain it to you. I said, but I felt sure God was dealing with J.D. Perry right then. And I feel like He is. And I don't care if He hears me say that. Amen today. But I feel like God is going to bring the backslider in, don't you? I feel like the Lord's going to do great things for us. Hosea chapter number 1. I trust that you'll help me this morning. Hosea chapter number 1, verse number 1. Bible said, the word of the Lord that came unto Hosea, the son of Bere, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, the beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea, and the Lord said unto Hosea, go, take unto thee a wife of whoredoms, children of whoredoms." For the land hath committed great whoredom, departing from the Lord. So he went and he took Gomer, the daughter of Diblaim, which conceived and bare him a son. Verse number 2, I want to read it again. The Bible said, The beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. And the Lord said unto Hosea, Go and take unto thee a wife of whoredoms and children of whoredoms. For the land hath committed great whoredom, departing From the Lord. And uh, the story of Hosea. In my opinion is one of the greatest. Most touching love stories. In the entire Bible. The story of how God told Hosea. To go and take this wife. And I understand the scripture in context. Is referring to the people of Israel. And that's what he was talking about. Was the children of Israel. But what a type and shadow. Of the grace of God. What a type and shadow of the mercy of God. And the love of That God has extended to us. Amen. Isn't it beautiful this morning? Amen. He tells him, He said, Go to He tells Hosea, he said, Go and take thee a wife. Go and take thee a wife of whoredoms, a children of whoredoms. And right here, when we read this scripture, we understand the very nature of God, the very character of God, the great mercy of God that He has bestowed upon people. And uh, the great love that He has had for mankind. He didn't tell. Hosea to go and take him a wife that had behave, behaved herself well. He didn't go and tell him to take him a wife that had been raised in a holiness church. He didn't tell him to go take a wife that had been raised to serve God and love God. But he said, I want you to go out there into the dark corner somewhere and I want you to find somebody, amen, that has not behaved herself well before me. I want you to find somebody, amen, that's Amen, not living like they should. And I want you to take them. Amen, and I want you to marry them. Praise God. Y'all help me just a little bit this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen, a person that the world would look upon and say there is no value. Amen, they're not worth anything. Amen, they're worthless. You ever seen anybody like that? Amen, they're not worth anything. Amen, they're no good. They're no, no good at all. Amen. But ain't you glad today that God, Amen, ain't just looking for the ones, Amen, that are living right. Amen. Ain't you glad today that God ain't just choosing the ones, Amen, that are doing exactly what they know to do. Ain't you glad today that God ain't just choosing the ones, Amen, that are living like they need to be living. But somewhere the great mercy of God, Amen. Somewhere the great grace of God, amen, is reaching out into the highways and the byways, amen, and trying to reach that one, amen, that's out there that's lost and on their way to hell. Praise God. Ain't you glad about that today? Amen. I'd be in trouble right now if God only chose the ones, amen, that looked like they were valuable in life. I'd be in trouble today if God only chose the ones amen. that was raised on a holiness pallet. Amen. I'd be in trouble today if God only chose the ones amen. that lived just like they always needed to live. Amen. All of their life but somewhere. Amen. Around 20 years ago. Amen. When I was lost and on my way to hell. Amen. I couldn't help myself. Amen. I didn't have the strength to get out of where I was. Amen. But God said. Amen. I want you to reach that one right there. Amen. I want you to choose that one right there. Amen. I'm glad today that God chose me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Ain't you glad God chose you? Amen. Worthless as you was. Amen. Was you worthless, Brother Sammy? You was, wasn't you? Praise God. But God chose Brother Sammy. Ain't you glad about that? Amen. I want to tell you. Amen. I was just a boy raised in Stratford, Oklahoma. Amen. And if you go back there today and you tell people He meant who I am and what I'm doing now. Amen. There's people that'll look at you and wonder how in the world and what in the world you're even talking about. Amen. I don't, you talking about Jeffrey Blankenship? Amen. But I want to tell you that the grace of God, Amen. Somewhere, Amen. When I couldn't do it and you couldn't do it and it seemed hopeless, but the grace of an almighty God reached where I was and God chose me. Amen. I'm glad that God pulled me out. Amen. Of a place, Amen. Like that today and God chose me. Praise the Lord. My God, you're going to have to help me this morning. The Lord's going to have to help me this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. I look around and I I see people like Brother Nathaniel and uh, adopted how many children you got now? Ten? Just ten. Amen. And some people might look on that and think it's a lesser thing. But the reality is today that Brother Nathaniel and Sister Sarah chose them children chose them that ought to make you feel good this morning amen to know that there was a god in heaven amen that chose you amen it's not based on who you are it's not based on what your last name is this morning it's not based on, amen, anything. Yeah, I don't care. Amen. If you was raised at the foot of Gamaliel this morning. Amen. I don't care if you was raised in the house. Amen. Of somebody with the greatest last name in the holiness movement this morning. Amen. That's not what it's based on. Amen. But what it's based on is there was a God in heaven. Amen. That chose me. Amen. There's a God in heaven. Amen. That looked at a boy. Amen that was worthless. That the world said. Amen. There's no help for him. There's no hope for him. Amen. But God said, I'm going to choose him praise the Lord I can remember being backslid and I may be wrong when I say this but from what I understand it was said amen but when I was backslid Brother Orwell, I think you told Eric one time it just looks absolutely hopeless for Jeffrey amen and I want to tell you it was hopeless for Jeffrey amen I was on my way to hell praise God as fast as I could go he meant headed the wrong direction. He meant brother Nick and sister Joanie got to testifying last night. He meant I was there the night they met on the side of the interstate. Amen. And what none of us living like we should have been living. Amen. But as I looked at them behind that pulpit last night I was amazed. Amen. At the great mercy of God. Amen. Chose them and pulled them out of the place they were in. You don't understand. Amen. You may have looked on and said I don't comprehend what they're talking about. But could I tell you Amen. A young lady. Amen. That wasn't raised in holiness. Amen. On her way to hell. And a backslidden holiness boy. Amen. Somewhere the grace of God amen, reached where they was ain't you glad for that this morning hallelujah that he chose you praise the Lord amen we find here amen after God had showed great and most mercy amen Gomer the wife who had been chosen amen by God it turned her back on him amen it turned her back on her husband And went back out to commit the very same whoredoms that she'd always committed before. Amen. She was backsliding. Amen. And if I could this morning, I've learned since I pastored, amen, not to look upon the congregation because there's some, amen, that's very likely sitting here this morning. Amen. That's backsliding in your heart and going back on God and doing things you shouldn't be doing and living like you shouldn't be living. Amen. But could I tell you this morning? Amen. God would like to reach your heart. Amen. God would like to touch you. God would like to reach for you right here this morning. Praise the Lord. Him and Gomer had gone back and turned her back on God. Him and turned her back on her husband, gone back to doing the same thing that she'd always been doing. I'm going to try to hurry. Amen. And I don't believe, amen, I believe with all of my heart she didn't intend Amen, to do the things she was doing. Amen. She didn't intend to go back to where she went back to. Amen. But there was something that she could not help herself. Amen. There's something about it. Amen. When that sin started getting a hold to her. Amen. That she couldn't turn loose. And she couldn't let go. And the devil started dragging her right back. Amen. To the same place. Amen. She'd always been... Amen, what about it this morning, friend? Amen, it don't start. It don't happen overnight. Amen, but when you start backsliding, amen, when you start turning your back on God, amen, you'll start finding yourself right back in the same old muck and the same old mire that you'd always been in. You'll find yourself right back in the hog pen, amen, where you always was, and you didn't intend, amen, to go there. You didn't intend to get back where you was. Amen, Praise the Lord. Yomer didn't intend to be back where she was. Amen. She didn't intend to go back. She left safety. She left the love. She left, amen, the safety of her house, the safety of God. Amen. She left all reason behind. Amen. And now she finds herself in a place, amen, that she did not intend to be. Amen. And that's where you find yourself this morning. My God, help me this morning. I pray I hope you help me. Amen. Just for a little bit. Amen. But she finds herself in a place, Amen, she didn't want to be in so often. That's exactly what happens with us. Amen. We decide we want to be free, and that's what she thought she was going to be until she got out where she was. Amen. Then the confusion of why am I doing what I'm doing? Amen. Why am I? At, why am I where I'm at right now? Amen, you ever find yourself there? Amen, you want to be free, young people? Amen, out from under the bondage of mom and daddy? Amen, out from behind that wall? Amen, of the safety? Amen, that brother uh, Stan preached about this morning? Amen, and you start venturing out there, and you wonder, why in the world? Amen, I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying, there's pleasure in sin for a season. Amen, but I want to tell you that it only lasts, amen, for a season. it's only going to last for a season I'd be lying if I told you that I didn't enjoy some of the things I'd done when I was a young man but I'd lie to you this morning if I said that it run out real quick and I didn't enjoy it anymore praise God hallelujah amen help me brother David praise the Lord amen pleasure in sin for a season Amen. I could imagine that Gomer went out there, expecting to enjoy the things that she had enjoyed before. Amen. But when she got there, there was something different about it. Amen. That excitement that she used to feel, amen, was gone. Amen. That feeling that it came, amen, with the new, amen, of doing things that you knew you shouldn't be doing, amen, was gone. And that's where you're at this morning. Amen. You ventured out. Amen. You come back to God, and now you're going back. And you realize, amen, that what you're doing, you're not even enjoying doing it anymore. Praise God. Praise God, brother. Andrew got to talking about scars in your life this morning. Praise God. Amen, you're being wounded right now and you don't even know it. Amen, there's things wounding you right now and you don't even understand Amen. Praise God. I feel like the Holy Ghost is going to help me preach here in just a little bit. Amen. But somebody sitting here this morning, praise God. Amen. You're sitting there and you're looking at me. And you're saying, amen, I am not enjoying where I'm at. Amen. I'm not enjoying, amen, what I'm going to do in the realization, amen, that you're in the shape you are and you don't even like where you're at, amen, has come to you today. Amen. But I want to tell you, amen, that right here this morning, amen, God's got grace and God's got mercy. Amen. And God, would like to reach your heart right here this morning. Praise God. You believe that? Praise the Lord. Hosea 2 and 14. Amen. Just bear with me just a little bit. I'm going to get out of the way. Amen. The Bible said, Therefore, behold, I will allure her, bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortably unto her. And I will give her vineyards from thence. In the valley of Acor, him meant for a door of hope. And she shall sing there as in the days of her youth. And as in the days when she came up out of the land of Egypt. Praise God. He said, I will give her vineyards from thence in the valley of Acor for a door of hope. Amen. Ain't you glad that the story Amen, of Hosea, amen, the story of Gomer didn't end. Amen. With her being out there somewhere. But God said, I'm going to allure her. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get her. Amen. I'm going to do whatever I can to reach her. Amen and I'm going to let the Spirit of God move one more time on a Friday morning until it touches their heart and brings them back to the house of God. Praise the Lord. He said I'd give her The valley of Acor for a door of hope. Amen. I want to tell you there's death in the valley of Acor. Amen. There's bad things in the valley of Acor, And there's bad things where you're at this morning. But God said right in the middle of where you're at. Right in the middle of the valley. Right in the middle of death and destruction. I'm going to send hope. Amen to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen. What he said was, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get her back. Amen. Over the mountains and ledges he climbs, aware of the danger, but determined to find the one he is seeking with all of his might. That wayfaring lamb has been lost in the night. As long as I live, I can't understand the love of a shepherd. In search of a lamb. Amen. I remember being backslid. Amen. On God, I tried as a young man over and over and over again. Amen. But I remember 17 years old, God got to dealing with my heart. Amen. God got to dealing with me. God got to moving on my brothers to pray for me. Amen, I joined the military. Amen, I had no intentions on getting saved. I had no intentions on coming back to God. Amen, but Eric tells it. Amen, one night amen. he seen me and he knew I was headed to hell and he said I went out in the middle of the night and he said I knew you was going to hell he said I looked up at the stars and began to weep he said I started pulling my hair and said God would you do whatever it takes to save my brother amen praise God I was in the valley of Achor amen I was down amen I was busted amen I was dying where I was amen but somewhere The grace of God. Amen. Pierced through the night. Amen. Somewhere the grace of God reached where I was and pulled me out of the valley of Acor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God loves you this morning. Amen. I ain't got no big message to bring to you. Amen, but I want to tell you, God loves you this morning. And God's a reaching for your heart. Amen, one more time right here on a Friday morning at Mulder, meeting. Amen, when somebody says, there's no hope for me. Amen, I come to tell you, on the authority of God's word, there's great hope in the valley of Acor. Hallelujah. Amen. Gomer thought she was enjoying it. Now we find her, amen, the wife of Hosea bound by what she had done, bound by the sins that she had committed, amen, living, amen, Amen. praise God. I'm going to preach this morning on the highest bidder, amen, just for a little bit. The Lord will help me. Amen, but she finds herself bound, amen, by the things she had done, amen, and now she finds herself in a place, amen, of slavery, And I want to tell you that's what sin will do to you every single time. It'll bring you into bondage. It'll bring you into slavery. Amen. When you cannot help yourself. Praise God. When you leave the cradle of God's grace. And you enter into the clutches of Satan. Amen. I won't tell you what happens. Amen. Is that joy or that happiness rather. Amen. That you thought you was feeling. Amen. It begins to be squeezed out of you. Amen. It begins to be taken away from you. And you wonder how in the world did I end up where I am. Amen. That's where Gomer ended up. Amen. How did I end up here. Amen. How? Amen. I left safety. Amen. I left the love. Amen. I left all reason behind. And now I'm in slavery. Praise the Lord. Amen. She finds herself on the auction block. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know some say I'll never go that far. And I know it's cliche, and we say it oftentimes as preachers. Amen. I'll never go that far. Amen. I'll never find myself there. I'll never do that. Amen. Could I tell you to whom you yield your members this morning. Amen. What's the Bible say? You're a servant to it. Praise God. Amen. And I I didn't intend on dealing with this right here this morning. Amen. But I want to tell you there is a spirit. Amen. Of homosexuality that is rampant in this land. You hear me this morning. You hear me well. Amen. There is a spirit of homosexuality. Amen. That is running rampant in the holiness church. You hear me? Praise God. Tell it? The
1: holiness preachers ain't a preaching. Amen.
0: It's gonna bind you. Let me say it like this, if I don't step out of line here. But if we keep petting and pampering that spirit will tell you what's gonna happen. It's gonna be your son. Where it's going to be your daughter next. Amen. That you find yourself weeping and crying and wondering how in the world did they end up there. Amen. I want to cry out against it this morning. You don't know what you'll do. You ask these holiness people. Amen. That it backslid and went out and, Amen. Committed all these heinous, wicked, foul, ungodly sins. Hideous crimes. If they thought they'd ever be there, Brother Tucker. Amen. And they'll tell you, no, I never in a million years would have thought I'd have partook in the things I partook in. Amen. But I'll tell you, it comes to my ear often. Amen. Then I hear people say, Did you hear about so and so? Amen. I don't tell you what happened. Amen. They yielded their members and they become a servant of Satan until they found themselves bound. Amen. By the things that the devil wanted them to do. Right. And don't you think for a minute. That you'll escape. Amen. If you yield your members to the devil, I'm going to tell you, ain't no telling where you'll end up this morning. Ain't no telling what you'll do. Praise God. Pray for my voice this morning. Praise God. Amen. This adulterous spirit. Amen. I had no intentions of saying all this. You just bear with me. Amen. We got time. Dinner ain't ready yet. Amen. But as long as we pet and pamper this, adulterous spirit as long as we sweep it under the rug and say they just made a mistake they didn't make a mistake they sinned are you hearing me I'm telling you it stirs something up inside of me hey man when I hear did you hear about so and so what they did and then I show up at the camp meeting or the fellowship meeting, and there they are up behind the pulpit. Amen singing. Am I meddling? I didn't intend on saying this. I'm just going to feel like the Lord guided me this direction this morning. Amen. as long as we pet and pamper that spirit, Brother David, it's going to take us over it's going to take us over. You hearing me? Amen. You remember that this fat preacher on a Friday morning cried out against it. Amen. If we don't take a stand, amen, it's going to be your daughter. It's going to be your boy. Amen. That's bound. And you're wondering how in the world they got there. It's because a mama and a daddy. Amen. wouldn't stand up and say, amen, away with it. Amen. Praise God. It'll bind you until you cannot get away from it. Praise the Lord. Help me preach this morning, Amen. I want to tell you something else, Amen. And I, I'm I'm telling you, they can hang you, hang me from the high tree. However you feel, Amen. But I won't tell you, Amen. Pornography will enslave you this morning. You hear me? pornography will enslave you this morning. We say don't say it, but I want to tell you something. Amen. I'm going to cry out against it because I've seen too many young men that was 60 years old and said, I can't get it out of my mind. I can't get away from it. The vision is still there. I believe Brother Steve Pope would tell you it's worse than heroin. Wouldn't he? You talk about a man that was bound by sin. Couldn't help himself in prison and, amen, and the hospital, him and psychiatrist told him, him in that it's worse to have a pornography problem than it is a dope problem. And I want to tell you, if you've been listening to the news at all, I mean, fentanyl has been killing lots of people, hasn't it? I mean, there's been lots of people dying I mean, because of that awful drug. Could I tell you, I mean, that probably right here, under the sound of my voice, there's more that are dying from pornography than there is fentanyl this morning. And I want to cry against it and tell you, Satan's trying to enslave you. Right. Praise God. Right. Hallelujah. Amen, we better get a hold of it. Amen, God's helping the holiness people, isn't he? Amen, God's been moving in a mighty way. Amen, every church I hear about. Amen, revival here and revival there. Amen, I want to tell you, what want to squelch it faster than anything. It's when we allow, amen, the enemy a foothold in our churches. I wish I had more voice. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. woo this good sound doctrine this morning. Amen. It'll enslave you boys. Amen. Listen to me. Listen to me. It will drag you to the gutter. Amen. To the gutter. Amen. <laughs> hey I don't want to be too plain this morning but I wasn't always saved. Hey. My parents had good morals. But there's times they slipped and allowed us around. Family members that they shouldn't have allowed us around. Amen. And Brother Ken, from a young age, from a young age, I got warped. My uncles, amen, put things in my mind that should have never been there. Amen. I battled it. As a young man. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. Sin will enslave you. Amen. You say it's harmless. You better know who you're sending your children among. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My wife told me something just this morning. Amen. And I said, God, I don't want to subject my children to that spirit, to you. Amen. It'll enslave you, boys. It'll warp your thinking. Amen. It'll cause you. Amen. It's caused many a great man. Amen. To fall. The old scripture said, how? are the mighty fallen. They got enslaved. Praise God. Many strong men. I wish I had voice this morning. I really don't. I know it don't seem like it, to y'all. Amen. I'm like a bullhorn, but I'm struggling this morning. Amen. Amen. But I preached about it. I guess at Kentucky, and I the scripture is so real to me. But it talked about that young man, simple and void of understanding, and passing by her corner. Hey, how many? How many do you know from right here at Muldrow, Brother James, even they got too close to her corner until a dart struck through their liver and they knew not that it was for their life? Hallelujah. Praise God. Even the devil's after you this morning. You hearing me? Boys, you listen to me. Listen to me good. The devil's after you this morning. He's aiming to ensnare you. He's aiming to entrap you. And he'll do anything he can. Amen, to do it. Amen, I feel like there's somebody here this morning. Amen, it's already there. You're already bound. you are already found yourself enslaved by the enemy. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Bear with me just a little bit longer. She finds herself on the auction block. No hope. Head hung in shame, wondering how in the world did I end up here. When I left, I thought it was going to be great. Amen. So did. Amen. The prodigal son, he thought it would be wonderful. Amen. But somewhere he found himself in the hog pen, didn't he? Amen. Amen. That's where she was on the auction block that day with her head hung in shame as the auctioneer. Amen. Struck the gavel upon the desk and said, Let's start the bidding. Who'll give? Amen. Ten shekels. Who'll give twelve shekels? Amen. And as the bid run higher, Amen, Gomer's head hung lower. Amen. As there was based, ungodly men, amen that were sitting there bidding for her. Amen for all the wrong reasons. But as she sat there, amen, there was an all too familiar voice, amen, that come from the back of the crowd, amen, as it said, I'll give 30 shekels, amen, and she, amen, couldn't understand. She said, I think I've heard that voice before, amen, I've heard it before. Who is that? Amen, As a bass man on the front, said, I'll give 40, amen, Hosea said, I'll give 50. Who is that back there? Even as she began to raise her head and she seen that husband even that she had left, Brother Lance. That husband that she had forsaken. That husband, even that she had left behind. Amen. But now, amen. that husband is saying, I'm here, Amen, to buy you back. I'm here to take you home. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you hear it today? Amen. The voice of Jesus as he says, how bid so much? Praise God. Y'all help me just for a little bit this morning. Amen, I'll bid so much. Amen, I'll do so much. Praise God, I'll do whatever it takes Amen! to get you home. Amen. I know that the devil is bidding right now. Amen, as I'm preaching this message to you. Amen, somebody can hear the sound of Satan as he says, I'm going to bid this much. I'm going to bid that much. Amen, but over the crowd and over the hustle and the bustle, I can hear Christ say, I'll pay whatever it takes. I'll give my own precious Blood, amen, to purchase you. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I'm not going to preach much longer. There was a young lady by the name of Christina, and her mother was named Maria. They lived in Colombia, right outside of Bogota, the big city. They lived in a little village, and Christina had it in her heart that she wanted to be in that big village or in the big city. She wanted to leave her mother and go experience what the city had to offer. Amen. Her mom knew she was restless. Amen. Christina's daddy had died, and her mama had done everything she could to keep her. Amen. But one day, amen, she woke up, and she went into the bedroom of Christina, and she looked, and amen, her bed where she should have been laying, there was nobody there. And there was a note. Amen. Wrote to her mother. Said mom. Amen. I've gone to the big city. And I'm going to do what I want to do. Amen. Christina's mother Maria. Amen. Wasn't very wealthy. Amen. Didn't have very much money. Amen. But she took all she had and she purchased a bus ticket. Amen. Into Bogota, and she went and bought every amen black and white picture she could of her daughter, and wrote a note on the back of every one of them. Amen. And she went into every bar, and every dive, and every godly, ungodly place. Amen. Houses of ill repute. Amen. And she'd post these pictures. Amen. On the board. Amen. Looking for her daughter. Amen. She spent a week or two there money run out and she had to go home I and mean, defeated hear me today praise God I mean, but one day as Christina stumbled out of an old nasty hotel room down the stairs to go get a glass of coffee she looked across the foyer and she seen a picture hanging there hey, amen and it was of herself and she thought how did that get here hey, amen and she stumbled across that foyer and reached for that picture and pulled it off and said, That's me. I and mean, then she turned it over. And on the back of it, Maria had wrote, It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been. Amen. I it don't matter. Amen. I what the devil's told you. Amen. I you can come home. I come to tell somebody today, it don't matter where you've been, it don't matter what you've done. It don't matter what you're doing right now. God said you can come home. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Say it, Brother Billy. Two legs and a piece of an ear. Amen. That's where most of them find themselves this morning. Amen. At the threshold. Amen. Dead. Amen. With their hands right there on their way back. Amen. But I don't feel like that's where we are this morning. Amen. I feel like God is telling somebody that right here on a Friday morning, amen, you can come back. Amen. You can get saved. Amen. You can be redeemed. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. One more story. What do you want to do? Sister Rebecca, come give me a song. Hallelujah. There was a young mulatto girl back in the days of slavery that had found herself on the auction block. And Brother David, she was very pretty tall and slender, beautiful young lady. And as they stood her up there in her chains on that auction block, they said there was a man on the front row that started bidding. He was a base, vile, ungodly man and wanted her for all the wrong reasons. He started bidding. But they said in the back there was a man that was refined, well-dressed, that also raised his hand and started to bid. Amen. Amen, the, the the mean man would bid, and then the good man would bid. Praise God. Amen, a little bit, that man on the front row got mad at the amen, man in the back and turned and said a few cuss words and bid even higher. Amen, but that man that was back there in the back, amen, raised his hand again and said, I'll bid so much. Amen, I'm going to do whatever it takes to buy this young lady. Amen, and as the gavel struck the desk that day, amen, and the auction was over. Amen, they took that young lady the auctioneer did and shoved her, amen, towards her new master. Amen, and she hated that man with all of her heart. Amen, she wanted to spit in his face. As she stood and looked at the ground before him, Amen, wondering why in the world she was where she was. Amen. But as she stood there, Amen, she noticed little pieces of paper. Amen. As they started fluttering to the floor. Amen, right before her very feet. And she didn't know what was going on. Amen. She didn't understand. Amen. What was taking place? Amen. But as she looked up, Amen, there was tears flowing down that man's face. As he told her, Brother Z T, Amen, I bought you, Amen, that I might set you free. Amen. how many believes today that God has purchased you that he might set you free said that woman looked at him as tears began to stream down her face and she fell at his feet and said master I'll serve you as long as as I live. Amen. I hope somebody could get that feeling here this morning. Amen. That he has purchased you with his own. Amen. Precious blood. Praise God. And he did it so he might set you free. Praise God. I know I pulled this morning. Amen. It feels like the meeting's been a pull. Amen. But I'd like to pull against hell this morning and tell you that God came in the flesh. I said he died on a cross. Amen. You could hang 10,000 David Perry's on a tree and shed his blood and it wouldn't do a thing for you but one spotless lamb image slain from the foundation of the world and God said, I'll save you. Somebody come to the piano. I heard a preacher tell this one time. and I know it's probably halfway fictitious, but I thought it was a good illustration. But Barabbas, as he sat in that cell that day, and he heard the beatings going on, As they whooped Jesus, he cried, what has this man done? And the man that was beating him turned and replied, nothing. Amen. And as Barabbas sat there knowing that he was condemned to die, amen, one day heard as the executioner was coming down the hallway, amen, and should have stopped at his cell, but he went one by and he took out Jesus. And began to lead him to the Calvary Hill that day. And Barabbas cried, what has this man done? Amen. And the reply was, nothing. Amen. And history says... Amen, that a man that was condemned to die, Amen, wore a black medallion around his neck signifying, Amen, that he was going, Amen, to be punished to death for the crimes that he had committed. And Barabbas had it on that day. Amen. As they led Jesus out to Mount Calvary, Amen, they come and got Barabbas, Amen, shackled in his chains, Amen, shackled by his hands and his feet, Amen, and led him to the hill of Calvary that day amen as he looked as they hung amen Jesus on that cross his reply was that was supposed to be me amen what has he done and the reply was nothing but oh when they pierced his side brother Lance and out came blood and water amen the way they tell it and you can take it how you want to I think it sounds mighty good to me but as that blood began to flow, and Barabbas looked upon Jesus, him and that had taken his place and died for him. and the story says, him and that the blood began to flow down Calvary, and it reached to the feet of Barabbas, as he looked at that man that was not guilty and knew he was, and he said the shackles that was on his feet once the blood touched him, him and started to turn loose. Are you hearing me? Praise God. Amen. Next thing you know, the shackles on his hands. Amen. Turned loose. And as Barabbas looks down in amazement at that black medallion. It said your sin is to die in your sins. Amen. Your sin is to die where you are as the blood. Amen. Touched him. The story said that the medallion. Amen. Turned as white as snow. Amen. Though your sins be as scarlet, I'll make them white. Amen. How many believes today that God would like to reach somebody? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Stand all over the house. Sing when you're ready. Praise God. David, you want to give an altar call? (laughs) Worked last time. Praise the Lord. How many believes that right here on a Friday morning that God would love nothing more than to reach somebody that's being enslaved by sin. Somebody that's being pulled down by the enemy. God's saying right now, I'd like to reach right where you are, boys. It's not a shame to come to this altar. You hear me? I've had to ride the altar. And if you've got to ride the altar to make it to heaven, I want to tell you, you ride the altar. Young ladies, it's not a shame to admit I need help this morning. I need God to touch my heart again. Amen. I need God to move for me again. It's not a shame to come to this altar.
1: Hey, it will be a pleasure, brother. If I was here this morning and I was lost, Now I was undone, and I know that the preacher was preaching right where I was at, and give me an opportunity to come to these altars to pray. I believe I'd come. You don't have to die lost. I was there. So undone. Talk about backsliders. It was about 75. Got saved in the revival I did. The last count, me and my brother done. Some has died lost. Lost. Others is backslidden as about five of us left. So I want to tell you this this morning. It's easy to backslide if you ain't covered in the blood. Saved and sanctified and set aside and meet for the Master's use. What we're needing this morning is somebody just obey God and say, I want to be saved? The blood is preached of the other night so well. Faith was preached last night so well. All we're needing now is somebody to grab that hope of that blood and that faith and say, Jesus, I want to be saved. I preached all over this country. I've seen several people saved. There's still some come up to me and said, Brother David, I got saved when I was a little bit grown, got children now. Why well, you preached? I'll tell you why. I fear sometimes that we push too hard for the shout and the lost remains lost we needed the grace didn't we Dan hallelujah Watch. and found grace and found grace. You come looking for it this morning, it's here. Hallelujah, you don't have to live in that old nasty place you've been living in. You can get right with God this morning. Hallelujah, God can do it for you, young men, young ladies, you don't have to be lost forever. I'm a telling you there's a change in the making and it just as wells to be you.